the brothers Terry are family. Sadly, that does not mean they are family-friendly. This podcast almost certainly contains language that will offend their mother, and probably yours. Sorry, moms. Also, their opinions that you probably don't care about may or may not be shared by those who sponsor this podcast. Steven is not here. We haven't seen Steven in like two months. I hope he's at least eating. Uh, <laughs> haven't seen him. If you see him wandering around on the street or whatever, just uh, let Give him know. Give him a dollar and yeah. let him know. Yeah, his, his backups, uh, it's getting thin. You know, you're, you're, you're digging deep into the bullpen at this point. And... <laughs> Until, so he's not there to cue the theme song for us, but today we have here Rob, uh, who is like a brother. So sticking with that no time like bro time theme. Because we're pretty close in age. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know your Mormon win, right? Yeah, That's right. usually how that works. Like, brother age. I went to high school with my nieces and nephews, right? My oldest sister could literally be my mother. So, yeah. You know, you know you're from Utah when that happens. That's right. So, Uncle Brother Rob's here to give us the cue, the theme song. Yeah. With that said, cue that theme song. Oh, that's that good. Was good. That's <laughs> sold to that, That's a good voice. Every ear in America just like tuned in so hard to that. <laughs> every every panty, mine, <laughs> down, drop. All right. So well, wait, where's the theme song? Oh, <laughs> oh no. Pull, pulling back the curtains a little bit. It's a little less exciting on this side of the table, isn't it? You don't get I thought the guy the was in here. Where's the guy that talks about this isn't family friendly? I'm yeah. confused. Deep voice guy. He doesn't show up every week for us. Sorry, moms. Yeah. <laughs> He's the best. Yeah, I love that. that guy. That's awesome. All right. Well, um, I'm the oldest brother, Jamie, and my hair color is a dark, deep chocolate brown. Mmm. Oh, I'm me next. That's, yep. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm Russ. I'm the youngest brother, and my hair was blonde, and now it's more brown blonde. I don't know. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. I, I can't see it. What? I can't see my own hair. <laughs> yeah. Was brown blonde, I don't know, is my favorite color, actually. <laughs> it doesn't fit on the Crayola crayon, so yeah. they, they couldn't put it in the box. But I, um. I was at the store just the other day, and there was the hair dyeing kit, and it was that exact color. <laughs> so good job. Sweet. Uh, so I'm pretty sure this is already meant to be a dig at me because I'm bald. So um, I have no hair color, and thank you for the reminder. My, my hair color is translucent scalp. <laughs> I was going to say sunburnt. <laughs> yeah. It, doesn't it always look sunburnt? It does. <laughs> I get sunburnt sitting indoors. Uh, it's, it's horrible. So it's fluorescent light bulbs, man. Yeah, I, I, need, I need to put a tube on. It yeah. just needs, I, it needs well, to happen. What, what should our physical trait be today? And she said hair length. I said, no, it's too easy. Okay, we'll go with color. It's a little more subtle. Yeah. So. <laughs> a little more subtle. <laughs> but still hurts. <laughs> And I can't wait until season two when we have to stop using physical traits to introduce ourselves. Yeah, what are you guys going to go to at that point? Well, that's a surprise. So you, Rob, are you're a listener of the show. I um, am. Faithful so... listener, except for the last episode, which I haven't had a chance to hear yet, and Russell rubbed in my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the kind-hearted Russ over here. Thanks for your support. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the support. <laughs> Faithful listener, my ass. Uh, only a semi-fan. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> Not fully dedicated, apparently. 
Uh, thanks for listening to last episode, everybody. I wanted to double down that the, the bee blood is real. The second the episode ended and uh, I was walking Jesse out and oh, saying, yeah. saying bye. Yeah, he was going to get in his car and a wasp in the bush fucking darted out right at <laughs> me and I had to bolt back inside. I was like, see, it's true. It's it's not fake. And I had to shut the door and just be, I didn't even say bye. He had to just leave. Is that the visitor parking area? Me. No, he was even in our driveway. Wow. Because I almost got stung in your visitor parking area. <laughs> I don't know who decided to plant that bush there. But hey, right where people are getting out of their car, let's put a thing that attracts 8,000 bees <laughs> yes, right need, here. You need the bee bush right by the... Very it, welcoming. You remember what I told you when I left? Yeah. That, that day after recording? Yeah, I wanted you to tell the audience. There was a bee <laughs> on my window of my truck next to that bush. I'm talking. I'm thinking this is, we're talking about the same bush. I was over in visitor parking. Uh-huh. I got in, closed the door. The bee <laughs> tried to roll yep. up the window so it doesn't come in, but it was it was in. They yeah. knew you were talking about him. Terry Terry blood like attracts bees, and it started to spread to our listeners. Because uh, I got a story from uh, she's a friend of the show here, Chanel. And she she was saying she was listening to the podcast while she was grocery shopping, and she was really enjoying it, uh, hearing all the bee stories. Uh, but when she parked, uh, I parked at my place after grocery shopping. I loaded up my arms in preparation to climb the stairs with all the groceries, and uh, you line up on your arms as you do because you got it. You got to take one trip. That's just funny. Oh in itself. yeah, no. you can't just because go back you, and forth. You can all agree with that, right? You got to just line your arms. God forbid with those you guys. go two trips, right? <laughs> Never. Um, so in preparation to climb to my third floor condo, and no joke, an asshole wasp looked me dead in the face and decided to take uh, to take flight off of the asphalt and beeline for my face, pun intended. Now, imagine trying to defend yourself with grocery bag arms. <laughs> I just want to rewind the, the film of life and watch what happened while not experiencing it because that was awful. It was probably my fault for listening to your podcast and taunting the universe. <laughs> While you guys were bashing bees. Oh, that's awesome. So that was a great story. Just the thought of someone trying to punch off a bee <laughs> with grocery arms running up the stairs. Probably a great, great way to exercise. Yeah. So uh, in Absolutely. Central California where we live, uh, we have um, a couple acres. And right across from us is an, another property about that same size. And uh, the property owner there or friend of the property owner does beekeeping, right? So they have all their bee boxes and everything out there. And Evan was just enamored. Evan is my youngest son. Um, for those of you that don't know me, which is everyone, uh, except for those two, the two in this room, um, Evan was like enamored with these bee boxes and he just wanted to know what they were. And when we told him there's bees in there, he was like, oh my gosh, that's the coolest thing ever. And so for a couple months, he really got into beekeeping with the, the person across the street until a couple bees got up into his suit and stung Oof. him. Right. Uh... And so now to this day, he's like absolutely hates bees done so, with bees yeah he's he's gonna uh, he's gonna love the episode <laughs> i'm a responsible parent i don't let my child listen <laughs> to this episode <sighs> yep awesome. so yeah I'm, I'm convinced that uh that, that bees hate the world yeah they're, they're, they mostly hate terry's yeah absolutely oh, no doubt absolutely yeah because the beekeeper was like oh, I, I never get stung and evan was like <laughs> stung all over the place <laughs> yeah multiple so, stings I, I would agree with that it's got to be terry in the blood you and, know what it is it's the amount of sugar that we ingest <laughs> it's, it's like straight it's no work for them like i don't have to take anything back to the queen i don't have to process honey it just comes out and straight honey yep. right from these guys that's what see i was thinking it was the cheese and they're trying to get drunk off the dairy inside our blood or something <laughs> that that's how i put it it ferments inside of us and then they come and sting us and it gets into them somehow yeah absolutely 
And then and then they're addicted. I gotta have a hit. <laughs> gotta have a hit. <laughs> oh, I do eat a shitload of cheese. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, so today's episode, we're talking about um, youth mischief and pranks. Because uh, I know, I know we we like to prank each other a lot, and so we do have a few of those stories. Um, and I don't know. I thought it'd be really good for Uncle Rob because you've been there for a lot of the. You've been the instigator for a lot of pranks as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the ultimate yeah. prank, though, I, I wanted to start off with the ultimate prank story we had because it is the most harmless, and yet it was the most rage-inducing prank ever for so, years. Yeah, we we moved in <laughs> when we moved into this cul-de-sac uh, that our parents live in Linden. So when I was in second grade, so. This is this is about the time it started when I was I don't know, maybe fifth grade, sixth grade. Uh, uh, we were looking at the dead end sign in our cul-de-sac, <laughs> and my dad was like, "You know, you can change just two letters on that <laughs> sign, and you know you, you'll you'll make it say something funny." And we're like, "What? What do you mean? So just take those two D's in dead and turn them into R's." Well, what is it? Oh, rear end. Uh-huh. It says rear end. We thought it was so funny. And just little kids giggling at it. We thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and so uh, we didn't realize that you could actually do it with uh, uh, electrical tape. Yeah. So we went and took some electrical tape and made those two Ds into R's. So it said rear end. And every day we would pass it, we would just laugh and laugh. For years. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. so funny to us. And again, I was just a little kid. But then as we grew up in the neighborhood... We just kept doing it as people would take it down. Mm-hmm. And then the whole neighborhood would just get so pissed. I don't know who it was. Do you know who it was, Russell, was I, taking them down? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the people that lived on the end of the street that had the sign, I guess, yeah. uh, on the corner of their property. Yeah, that's yeah. who I think it was. Yeah, it was, it was an older couple, and they, they did not like it. Yep. Yeah. But mo- at least the people that I hung out with, my three friends in the cul-de-sac, they loved it. Oh, of course. We, kept, we all kept doing it. It was perfect. Oh, yeah. It was absolutely perfect. <laughs> and, you know, that's funny that you'd say, I always thought that that was Steven that, you know, because he's always been creative, oh. right? Very, very creative. I, I assumed that it was him, but of course that makes perfect sense that it would be Kurt. Yeah, yep. that's totally knowing. <laughs> I can't do that because that's a misdemeanor. Right? Yes. <laughs> that's destruction of public property. Make the kids. But do if it. I have my kids do it, I can easily explain to the officer, "Stupid kids, I'm sorry about that." <laughs> that is awesome. Anytime it would come down, it still like, goes up. Gosh dang it, we've got to put that. Yeah. So we, it became like a chore. So yeah, point, like, like, oh, it's yeah. down again. Put the rear yeah. end sign back. Now here's the magical part about that: was we never saw the person who took it down. So I wonder if they ever saw the people that put it who up. Who was it was putting it up? Right? Like, yeah. do they feel the same way? Like, I just took <laughs> that down. How this? is it reappearing again? <laughs> and in Utah, rear end, that's offensive. Oh, that, yeah. That oh, absolutely. Maximum. Absolutely. You know, there's people, that's just giving people the wrong idea. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they'll take it some crazy weird way too. It couldn't be like, oh man, that's a pain in my rear end. No, no. it's got to be like, <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's sexual. It's some deviant term. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so for 20 years, that sign, and I've decided that uh, when we go over family dinner tonight, I'm putting it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely doing it. Well, as my older son would say, uh, pick or it didn't happen. Oh. So, uh, yep. You, you know, you'll see picks. Absolutely. But it won't be us. 
No, no. Yeah, no, no but we didn't It'll do it. Some yeah, other deviants. Yeah. If anyone asks, we make the kids do it. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, we got enough nieces and nephews. We can get oh, somebody yeah. to do There's this. plenty. There's hundreds of them. You'll never know who it was. <laughs> Thanks, Utah families. Yep. Well, uh, one of my favorite, though, um, prank stories is with, with actually Uncle Rob. I don't know. He started this whole series called... I'll, I'll let you take it away. Yeah, you know, in, in all honesty, I don't even know how it started. It just... I think we just all kind of realized that as the youngest one in the family, <laughs> it was really easy to mess with Russell. Yeah. And he's so, like just kind and and unassuming right you just could just chill. yeah you could totally just have fun with him and he would just kind of be like <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> so yeah i mean it started with just stupid stuff like <laughs> as soon as you had phones that could like record anything right it was like oh we've got to do something stupid with it right so uh i think the very first one that we did i just did not just come busting into your room and i'm just wailing on you for no reason yeah i was right? sitting on my bed yeah minding just my own damn minding business. your own business <laughs> Completely not stoned or anything. Um, yeah. At first, you walked in and you were just kind of wailing on him, but then you had a towel and you started whipping him yeah. with the towel, right? Yeah. I, I. But I think the the best part about that video to this day for me is what he yells. Do you remember what he yells? Oh yeah. It's the posters on my wall part. So or the so Charlie you, part. No, you go. Oh yeah. No. First, you're like Charlie, get away, get away, because Charlie, of course, is defending you. Yeah. Right? You know. Love uh, my pug. She wouldn't be able to even make it into the room now. <laughs> no. Poor thing would probably run into the wall. In the um, backyard barking, trying to protect me. Yeah, totally in the wrong at direction. The, at the wall. <laughs> but no, you yell. You had stuff that was up on your wall. That yeah, was, a whole bunch of posters loved, yeah. and lights. And so as you're trying to defend yourself in your high-pitched voice, you're like laugh screaming and you're going, Stop! You're hitting my wall stuff! <laughs> <laughs> The welts will heal, but the wall stuff. The wall that's, stuff. That's yeah, correct. That, yeah. If that if that breaks, what do we do? Right. And for about three uh, years, I had that as my ringtone. Of course you did. Dead serious. And so my phone would start ringing, and it's stop. You're hitting my wall stuff. And people would look at me like, what? <laughs> so I yeah, I had to change it to something a little more recognizable, so that people didn't think that I was uh, even more weird than I, than I really am. So uh, that one, I think, one of the other ones that we really really loved was when you guys all the whole terry family came out to california to visit us and we went to pismo beach together and uh was that your first time on the beach it was okay <laughs> so he of course excited to like oh man let's dig a hole in the sand and i'll sit in it yeah, right you do on the beach yeah of course right yeah sand castles and and the whole nine yards and so russell again totally unassuming we dig this huge <laughs> hole and like dude sit in it and we'll bury you and he thinks this is a great idea this is like right out of a, a movie in california right oh this is so wonderful it'll be a great picture mm -hmm. so we bury him all the way up to his neck and he's sitting there and all of a sudden we're like okay are you guys ready messing with russell part two three whatever it was, whatever the the time, it was yeah. at the time and he's like <laughs> wait <laughs> and realizes i'm totally immobilized yeah but my face is exposed <laughs> and so i start taking just barrels full of sand and chucking them up in the air and letting them fall down on them as you're fighting to get out of the yeah. sand oh man sand is just... heavy yeah I sand sucks I did not think it would be that hard i guarantee you were finding sand in like cracks and crevices for weeks after still, that you're right I was still, say, what was that yeah. 10 years ago it was 10 years ago and every once in a while i'll be oh it's my butt crack. i got a yeah. grain that's a pearl almost now 
<laughs> no, we've we've had some good times. How yep. many how many messing with Russells were there though? I, th- I thought we were like around ten. Yeah, I could have sworn we were eight. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. eight for some reason. We, yeah, I think uh, I think like officially on film we have six, but yeah. I believe that there is like eight to ten total. Yeah. Um, but the last one that we got on film that I was saying we were saying was like six actually scared me for the safety of. <laughs> my life and that was because russell now has a better half and the look that she gave me we were sitting there i did see i did think it was fishy that you went around to everybody to like offer them this shitty donut because normally we'll just go grab the damn donut if we want one and it's some random like it was like one single donut cut up into like 12 pieces (laughs) at this i I knew something was going on but i thought i'd entertain you Uh what terry eats a piece of a donut exactly giveaway right Right. there But I, I, I see her grab it, and then she popped it in her mouth. But I, I looked around, and I know I knew something was up. And so I just did it. I threw it in my mouth. But then, just like you said, I saw her face. And I enjoy mayo, so it wasn't that bad for me. I'll eat it plain. I don't care. I'll suckle it. Apparently, she matter. detests mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, she's not a big mayo fan. I, she's going to murder me in my sleep one day and get even <laughs> for feeding you a mayonnaise donut. You got to clue her in, man. Yeah. She didn't care about me. She didn't give a shit about oh, that. Oh, it's because she, she ate, ate it. it. <laughs> Here, yeah, I thought she was being all protective of you, and she's no, just like, man. I hate mayonnaise. No, I'm going to kill you. Nothing with love. She just didn't want mayonnaise. <laughs> no, she just didn't want a mayonnaise-filled donut. Now, now we, I know better. Yeah, now we got to... <clears throat> she's got to be in on the mess with Russell. Yeah, That's what yeah. needs to happen. She wa- yeah, okay. she, if, if you're going to make me feel sad she wants to be a part of it yeah. <laughs> make me feel sad <laughs> it's it's all about love come on now she it's wants all to about be love. picking on him uh, one of my well one messing with russell story it was just simple one of my favorites and you were you were just taking a shower oh yeah no no big deal we were rushing of course we were rushing to get somewhere oh, some yeah. family gathering so we're all hurrying and russell's in the shower and trying to quickly get the shower done and rob fills up a whole bucket like an ice water pitcher yeah it was our with big, cubes and everything yeah, oh yeah pitcher, man yeah <laughs> big old pitcher of water yeah Sneaks that had a red there. stain around the top of the kool-aid pitcher i'm not sure what that <laughs> red kool-aid is from but a little bit of vodka uh-huh. in there couldn't tell you but remember. you just dumped the whole pitcher over as it snuck in there and yeah just this the scream <laughs> yeah yeah and then, spot it, on. and then at the very end do you remember too <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to have some of these. Uh, if you still have the videos available, I do. We'll have to get them up for our our Patreon subscribers. I would love that. Yeah, I think you have them in store. <laughs> you have them in storage. I think so. Yeah, I won't make if, any if, promises because, like Disney, you like to lock these up in the vault and they that only is come correct. out at certain. Yeah, so for when, a limited time only. Yeah. I'm like the, the Wendy's spicy nugget of messing with Russell, yeah. right? Limited yeah. And did time. you notice when they brought back the spicy nugget? It didn't say for a limited time only. Yeah, that pissed. It me was off. like we're back. We were so excited. And then about two weeks later, for a limited time only. Yeah. You know, they weren't prepared for the horde of. That bothers that were eating that. <laughs> that bothers me. That offends me. And it's offensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wrote down my pranks that I did when I was a kid. And the only reason I wanted to talk about pranks for another episode when I knew Steven wouldn't be here, because he won't be able to, uh, he won't be able to look me in the eye and make me feel bad about this because my, <laughs> nice. my pranks, they're like, they were like older brother pranks. These are huge air quotes I'm doing right now. Cause they weren't pranks. They were me just like, you were just being a knocking dick. him around. <laughs> <a total> asshole. <laughs> 
so I was in charge during during the summer times and after school. I was in charge of making sure we did our chores, we did our homework, uh, waiting for mom to get home. So I was old enough to be semi responsible and you know watch watch over Stephen and Russ. And so this one time we're. We're doing homework after Where school. Where were we with the Kool-Aid episode there, huh? Where'd you drop the ball on that one? <laughs> well, that's all Steven. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to let him take credit for that one. Uh, that or I was out getting drunk too. No, I wasn't. Uh, no, so I, uh, I had, I had this brilliant idea. I don't know where I came up with it, but we have three sets of stairs coming up from our basement. Um, you have one set of stairs, then you have a, a tile landing, just uh, ceramic tiles, um, and then another set of stairs that goes all the way up to the top floor. And so I told Steven, all right, it's homework time. We're going to do homework for 15 minutes. And then after this 15 minutes is up, I have a surprise for you. It's going to be our, our surprise for finishing homework. We did so well. We've earned it, right? So I'm getting them all jazzed about this prize. Probably told them it was a cheeseburger because we go nuts for those at our house. Um, so anyways, I set this timer. I say, when you, when you hear this timer go off, I want you to bolt upstairs. The faster you come, you get your first choice at whatever the prizes are. He's like, okay, okay. So he goes downstairs. He starts reading his book, doing his homework. And uh, I grease the floor of that tile landing. <laughs> I put a whole bunch. I think it was butter or Crisco. Something slippery. Like cooking oil. Yeah, I, I put it all over the floor right there. And so I'm just giggling watching this timer. I'm like, holy shit, 15 minutes is really long to just sit here and stare at a timer. <laughs> so I speed it up a little bit. Maybe four minutes had passed. So I don't know why he thought 15 minutes was done as well. <laughs> so I make the timer go off. And so he comes booking it up the stairs. He hits that landing and just his feet come out from foot. <laughs> and so he is like totally eating shit on that landing. <laughs> And it just it just sounded like a sack of meat just hitting that floor. And I was just busting up laughing. I thought it was the funniest damn thing. And the poor guy is just in pain and reeling and crying yeah. on the floor. And then it's that cry where it's like, it's not the I'm annoyed cry or angry cry. It's the I'm actually hurt crying. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so then pain. It, it went from hilarity on my end to don't tell mom, don't tell mom, you're okay, you're okay. <laughs> now I'm trying to console him. And now it's sure self-preservation. Yeah. Uh, Shit, I'm in pain big trouble yeah. <laughs> like a bruise on his hip and did you ever think like how am i going to clean this up before mom gets home no you don't think you don't ever think no. that far ahead in the you prank. totally don't <laughs> you totally don't yeah i remember when i was living with uh mike and debbie i lived with them for a little while when i was later in high school right uh, and one day i was taking a drive with uh with their son Derek. i don't even know if he'll remember this um and i was still at that that age where <laughs> i just like to do stupid dumb shit crap for no reason yeah like you don't think about it it's just funny you do it so we were in one of the uh, i believe one of the work trucks i don't think it was one of their trucks it was one of the work trucks for the construction company that mike and i were both working for at that time and for whatever reason i convinced Derek, hey take off your seatbelt and kind of like sit up a little (laughs) bit closer i think i told him like hey listen do you hear that in the radio right and as soon as he like takes off the seatbelt and leans up, I hit the brakes so that he just like hits the dashboard, right? And I'm like, ah, 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 oh yeah, I think that's the funniest thing at all. Totally not thinking when I get home, Mike is going to show me how funny that was to do that to his kid, right? And uh, yeah, that definitely happened. Yeah, so I, I don't know why we did that kind of crap. I don't know what it is about hurting someone else that's so funny. And you know what? I'd love to say, oh, man, I really grow out of that. It's not funny. But it's still so funny. (laughs) (laughs) The other massive prank I had was also, unfortunately, on Steven, is I told him I had a secret. 
and I can do this thing where I can pop gum really loud when I'm like, <laughs> just like not blowing out, but just like sucking in for whatever reason. It just sounds weird to say sucking in. So I didn't want to say it, but it's out there now. So I'm sucking in on my gum and it just makes this really loud pop sound. Like it's jet engine decibel worthy. And I was like, dude, dude, come here. I'm going to tell you something. I don't want anyone else to hear. Come here. Come here. I'm going to give you a secret. So I, I cut my hands over his ears and I just <laughs> as loud as I can. <laughs> And I thought it was so funny. I, he's probably deaf in his left ear now. His ears are bleeding. Yeah. And I don't even know if he remembers that. So again, I, I waited to tell this story till he, he couldn't be here. So. so now he has a less than functional eye and ear. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Dude. But it's on the same side. So that's why he's always tilting his head. Like both sides are just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, whenever I want to mess with him, I just make sure I'm standing on one side. Right? Yeah. You just got to get you gotta <laughs> he can't get the hear me. He can't he see no. me. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. If, you ever... if your mom's around, she can't smell me. I mean, this is this is golden. <laughs> you can be so stealthy around us without even trying. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Don't worry. Mom can't smell. But, but dad, dad can. can. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, that's good stuff. I don't know what it is about me thinking pranks was just fucking beating the shit out of steven for whatever reason but where, where did we alive. where did we all get this from we all know where like the need to be just funny and sarcastic and and that we all know where it comes from right comes from kurt yeah. comes from our dad yep Papa. yep absolutely so there is i believe that kurt is 16 years older than me mm-hmm. i, I want to say right. it is uh 15 or 16 years um and so you would think that with that age spread that we wouldn't have really been too close or whatnot. But Kurt from as far back as I can remember has like absolutely been my hero. Right. As I know he is for, for you guys too. Um, But uh, I I know for me, it absolutely started when Kurt uh, one day had an old school tape recorder and uh, he calls me up in his room one day and he's like, Hey Rob, come come here, come here. We need to do something. Or Robbie. It's to this day. I get called Robbie by my sisters, which makes me feel like three years old, but (laughs) Okay. Um, so it's out of love. Robbie, come here. Come here. I think it's out of patronizing, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can say love. It'll make me feel better. Uh, come here. Come here. Come here. We need to do something. So every time I point at you, say mom. Okay. Right? It's like, it's my hero. Tell me to do something. Yeah, okay. So he points at me. Mom. 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 Maybe 20, 30 times. Right? You, you were how old? Maybe maybe four okay maybe right um but just over and over mom 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 so in utah when we were growing up we lived um in a split level home which was you know real standard type of design for for that time uh so you would walk in and on the right side would be stairs to go you know three or four stairs down into a family room area or three or four stairs up to bedroom areas that are right above that uh, and then if you go right around the corner from that, there's a couple more stairs down that would go into like your quasi basement, which is typically where your laundry room and everything was, right? So your heater vents and your ducting would kind of connect <laughs> those various levels. So if you were upstairs in a bedroom, you could like talk into the, the floor vent and a lot of times even see the room down below, right? Yeah. So uh, my mom was downstairs doing laundry and Kurt takes this tape recorder, turns it upside down on the air vent and hits play. And it's just, mom, yes, honey. Anybody who knows my mom knows. Little Southern Belle, right? She's all uber patient, right? So mom, yes, honey. Mom, yes, dear. Mom, what do you need, sweetheart? 
just <laughs> over and over. And she and has the patience finally, of a yes, saint. So absolutely. Yeah. It gets to maybe the eighth or ninth time. Robert, what? What do you need? <laughs> right? Mom, what? Mom, what do you want? She finally got mad and started screaming. Now, I remember sitting there watching Kurt having really no idea what was going on. But Kurt is like in the fetal position on the floor laughing, right? But laughing quietly because if mom hears, she's going to know something's going on, right? Uh, and seeing that reaction from my brother honestly like set me for the rest of my life like, okay, that was awesome. I want to laugh like that my whole life, right? And so yeah, it, it always comes from Kurt. I think that Kurt has, has probably taught all of us the art of humor. I mean, obviously, rear end. Right, and he gets yeah. the kids to do it. Come See, on, but I, I feel like I missed some vital piece of how to prank because those are harmless. They're hilarious and harmless, and I'm like <laughs> making my brother deaf. No, he could have busted a leg. No, I don't no. Know. You see, you you got exactly what it was. You just elected to go with the physical harm, and Kurtz was all emotional. <laughs> My mom is likely traumatized by that story. That's like Nolan's car wreck. When you bring that story up to my mom, right? The immediate reaction every time is, oh, 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 dear. I mean, she still remembers it like it happened yesterday. I think it still bothers her to this very day. Yeah. And so. And he had another another great Kurt story I love is, speaking of emotional trauma, this is what would have emotionally traumatized me if he would have done it to us. But uh, I think it was uh, Gail or, or Tanya. He they had a piece of toast. Oh, the toast. Yeah. And George, she had a piece of toast, I should say. Yeah. And it was Gail. He, so, okay, so it was yeah. Gail. So he says, and it wasn't just toast, not to subvert your story. It was cinnamon toast. Okay, yeah. So do, do you remember how difficult... This was before you had things that could make anything in your kitchen fairly easy. You had to use the stove for everything. Yeah. So to make cinnamon toast took like 20 minutes of effort <laughs> to make a piece of cinnamon and sugar toast. I'm, I'm going to let you tell it. Oh, no. I think you'll probably tell it better. No, I, I really do think you will. Okay, all right. Sorry to steal your thunder. No, no, go for it. Uh, That's why you're here. Yeah, so so Gail makes it. And Gail was an, an amazing cook, right? Yeah. So she put, like, significant effort into everything that she cooked. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if she put, like, 30, 40 minutes into this cinnamon toast. It was probably perfectly caramelized around the edges and everything. Because that's just the way that she rolled. So... Um, she had made this toast and <laughs> Kurt comes walking into the kitchen and says, man, that looks really good. Can I have some? And she's like, no. And Kurt's like, please. Okay, fine. One bite. And so Kurt's like, awesome. Thank you so much. Thinking for sure. He'd pick it up, take one bite, set it back down. So he picks up her piece of toast, folds it in half one way, folds it in half the second way, takes one bite. So that everything out of the middle is now gone and it's nothing but crust and sets the crust back on the plate and turns around and walks away. And Gail, of course, just kind of sat there like, I hate my life. Yeah. And I, I think the, uh, the best part about that, though, is years later when we were asking Kurt about it and he was just like, yeah, man, I just had a huge meal, too. Like I wasn't even hungry. <laughs> he just did it to mess with her. Yeah. See that that's the art of the prank right it is. there.
Man, I bet that was so good because Gail is a great cook. She even oh, has yeah. a cookbook mm. out there, and I, I know she's been working on another. I'm gonna request. I'm gonna request that she put in. We'll call it Kurt Toast. Oh, dude, <laughs> absolutely. It'll be it'll be just like what you do with the leftover crust. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of our episodes, I'm gonna start saying if we have a commercial, this is where I'm gonna put it. So. For listeners, if we have a commercial, this is where I'm going to put it. There you go. That was just a that was a and wait, you got thing. you got to pause for dramatic effect though. There it is. There we There's go. The there, it was. Yeah, there it was. Yeah, I I don't know why I wasted my breath saying that though because who the hell is going to be brave enough to advertise on this podcast? <laughs> there are opinions that you probably don't care about may or may not be shared by those who sponsor this podcast. Well, Russell, you had a couple things written down here. Um, which who which... typed this? <laughs> Jamie did. <laughs> Russell drived the truck. Oh my goodness! Here's what happens. So when we're making these notes for our shows, so, we're, you know, we're generally drunk, sitting around, <laughs> trying to decipher each other's story. While some... Russell drived the truck. Russell drived the truck into a person while on drugs with suspension on his license. <laughs> Now, for those of you that have never seen a picture of Russell's license, I'm assuming what would have been your license at that time, yeah? Yes. Your license picture? Oh, we've got to post that. Yeah, that's with good. My, oh, with my hair everywhere. Oh, yeah, and that oh, smile okay. on your face. like the goofy laugh. Like, <laughs> half laugh. I'm not sure what was going on there. Was somebody making you giggle? Is that what was happening? She kept telling me to re-smile because I kept doing like the... And she wouldn't take it. <laughs> For those of you, I do a V face. That's what we call it. Well, that's what I call it. We we need to post that as well. Yeah, I, honestly, I think that one's important. <laughs> but they, she kept every time I make a tune face, in she'd... for the V face. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. We'll put that picture right next to the one of of uh, Russell and Hillary Clinton together, <laughs> which is still one of my all time favorite pictures. Yeah. That, that is a good picture. Yeah. It really does resemble me. It totally does. It does. It's, it is scary. Yeah. But unlike him, you did inhale. So. Yeah. <laughs> no question there. No question. But for the story, though. Yeah. Translate this whatever we were trying to say here. So, yeah. Everybody, I'm, as I'm sure everybody knows, I used to do drugs back in the day. And uh, I had my license suspended because getting caught with drugs. And I had to get to work one day and nobody could take me. And so I uh, got into my truck and I started driving down the road. And there was a friend that I worked with that I saw in front of me and her name was Teddy. And as the light turned green, we didn't have a, we were turning left and we didn't have a green arrow, but to play a prank on her, I honked the horn and apparently it scared her. And so she quickly drove, but as the light was turning uh, yellow, I wanted to stay caught up with her. And so I thought, oh, the car's coming towards me would slow down. Because it was yellow. And so I started to go. And I com- I, I hit some guy. But I, I was on drugs at the time. And I think I drank the night before. <laughs> and, and, in my defense. Yeah. In my defense, exactly. I think I was still drunk. <laughs> wait, wait. Let me explain this. I was really being responsible. I, uh... You see, Your Honor. The, the worst part about this is the guy that I hit was driving home from picking his car up from the shop. Oh. oh. Just got it back. Damn. That's terrible. Man. Well, I put it right back. He he actually called him and turned around and drove right back. Uh, to make it more terrible, I'm now less interested in this story because I thought you were talking about hitting like a pedestrian and not another vehicle. Oh no! So, oh man, this is gonna be good. He hit someone, and that what? 
What what are we about to find out? <laughs> Russell committed a murder while he was on drugs with a suspended <laughs> license and drove away. <laughs> but no, you just ruined his his brand his newly fixed his vehicle. Newly fixed vehicle and ruined my life. But it's better now. Oh, is that where you had your license taken and everything? Uh, well, I had it suspended, and then they took it for longer. I think like a year. How does that work? They just take it out of your hand. And they're like, now you can't drive. <laughs> I don't know. I think they just in the system. Nope. <laughs> Sounds about right. No. Nope. Drive. <laughs> nope. That's all it That's says. Awesome. Russell Terry. Nope. Hang on a second. Nope. <laughs> I lost lost the insurance for me and and our parents. That sucked. They kicked mom and dad off their insurance. They'd been with them for years, but I was too much of a liability for them. Uh-huh. I, I screwed their life over. Sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. Yeah. Oh. And what what was your dad's response to that? Oh, like when I called him and told him. Yeah. Well, at first he said, "No, you didn't." <laughs> It's, so I was yeah. like, no, no, I did. I I don't remember what he said after that. I just remember him going, "Call your mother." Yeah, yeah. That is the classic Terry yep. dad response right there. Call your mom. Call your mom. Yep. <laughs> but mom was also busy. Friends at the time came and picked me up. We had to drive the truck home, but I had bent the front bumper so bad that every time I would turn, it would on the tire, and. <laughs> I, I couldn't afford a tow truck at the time, and so I had to just drive, and my tire was messed up a little bit. Well, it's because you spent all your money on drugs and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Here I was getting ready to make fun of you for hitting someone, but I actually have hit someone in my truck. Have I ever told you the story? In in the red truck or the one truck you had after my, that? My Ford, my 150. Ah. Yeah. My big old, big old, it was a 150. So it's the it was big for me coming from a little Tacoma, but... Uh-huh. Uh, I was uh, looking left because I was turning right, so I was making sure traffic on the left was clear so I could turn, but I wasn't looking to my right because I wasn't looking for oncoming traffic the opposite direction, but you should always look to your right and left before you go any direction. <laughs> that's what they say. Yeah that, yeah, that is what they taught in school, but we all know how much I went to the school. Clearly, um, because Russell drives the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to your high school GED right there. Uh, no, so I'm looking left, turning right, didn't look right, traffic was clear. So I started to go. And so as I start to accelerate while still looking left, I then start looking right to see where I'm going and realize there's a person in front of me. And it was some some little angry dude. Of course he was angry, justifiably angry Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, and little in your big 150. Some yeah. Little angry well, guy. that's true. He barely did just come over, come over the hood of the car. Was so. it a child? No, it was just a really short guy. Oh. But he was so pissed. So I got out of the truck. I'm like, oh, my. I didn't, like, run him over completely. The just bumper. a little bit. Yeah, it obviously scared the shit out of him. I didn't run him over a lot. Just I just ran him over a little. Just a little. In the margin yeah. of getting ran over, you want it to be a little. You don't yeah. want to be run over a just lot. Just a little, Your Honor. <laughs> just rub some dirt on it. You're fine. <laughs> but no, I don't, I'd only started to go. So it did just bump him out, out of the crosswalk area and... I, so I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Do you need me to take you to the hospital? Or like, yeah, take me to the hospital, bro. Goddamn. Just take me to the fucking hospital. That'll just fix it. And he was just <laughs> really? He was so mad. I was like, okay, like, get in. I'm not getting in with you. Yeah, I'm going to sue you. It's like, okay, do you want, and I'm like a moron. Do you want my information? Like, I'm offering <laughs> this guy, you? like, can I, can I help you get a hold of my, you know, my lawyer so that you can sue me? Like, I'm just My so insurance kind of, company? Wait, I don't have one anymore. No, right I just got now. kicked off my mom and dad's because of Russell. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But that was, 
he just he rubbed his arm and then he ran off and just flipping me off the whole time and it was very strange i've never felt more bad in my entire life but ever since then i've been very attentive yeah yeah I, now you look left and right 16 I, times before I do. you go at least you're just like just go just which go. the intersection out by your house here you have the opportunity to look left and right at least 45 oh, times man. each direction yes. because cars are queued back for at least 20 minutes <laughs> yeah so yep. Yeah, uh, UDOT fail on that one. Massive yeah, UDOT fail. So all of our listeners from UDOT, please just put a light there. Yeah, just stay please. off of Lehigh Main Street if you're you know, <laughs> right. a driver and UDOT, fix it. Yeah, please. amen. Um, that actually, that reminds me of a story when, when I was in high school. So when I was a sophomore in high school back in like 18-something, I <laughs> I was driving with my girlfriend at the time who, uh, whose dad was uh, a dentist. And so she had like a pretty nice car, classic spoiled teenage, uh, teenage kid. Right. Nice. Um, so uh, she was driving, I was sitting in the passenger seat and she comes pulling up to this intersection and not paying attention as we're going to make a right turn, like just goes way into the crosswalk just in time for a kid to come flying off the sidewalk on his bicycle to go through the crosswalk, hits the side of her car. Oh, no. And flies all the way over her car and lands in the intersection, right? Jumps up immediately, runs over to the car, opens the back door, and gets in, holding his arm, which is clearly snapped in half, and says, I broke my arm. I need you to take me to the hospital. (laughs) Dead serious. Damn. I will never forget the look on that kid's face because we're both like, oh my gosh, what do we do, right? Uh, and uh, so we took him to the hospital. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Did you get his bike? Yeah. Right? I no. don't know why he, that was my thought. Like, yeah. what's his bike? Yeah, yeah. Like? Oh no. No, he had he had a friend with him and uh, and the friend, as he like got into the car and we started to drive away, he was yelling to his friend, take my bike home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dead serious. And this type of crap, this happens to you. Like, it's like, always happens in your teenage years, right? Or your young 20s or yeah. whatever. You get these type of experiences. And in those moments, I, obviously you're there and you remember them, but you don't realize how like crazy yeah, just that how type insane. of stuff is until you're a little bit older and you realize like, oh my gosh, did that actually <laughs> right? happen? That's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I, I'd be so curious to know whatever happened to that guy because we dropped him at the hospital and left. <laughs> That is so crazy. It was like, open the door. Here's an emergency room. Okay, see you later. (laughs) Was he cool? Yeah. Was he with it? Or was he like pissed? I think he... Oh, no, no. He wasn't pissed. I think he was in a little bit of shock. I mean, the arm, when I say busted... Like, obviously hanging. Like, hanging. Oh, man. destroyed. I just can't imagine being that guy. Like, my get hit by a car first of all what's going through your head at that point but then to get up and realize oh my arm is hanging like it obviously shouldn't be this way yep. i just earned a free uber well okay well, this is a <laughs> exactly. this is a free ambulance ride right now <laughs> yeah i i remember being like impressed with how like still there the kid seemed to uh hey my arm is broken i need to go to the hospital well my i mean i would have been like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah and no my first thought wouldn't have been this lady just hit a pedestrian oh but he ran into the car she didn't hit she it. Was, now she interestingly enough far, though didn't she yeah well she obviously she did right yeah. and of course as a teenager we all knew like oh that was totally your fault but when she went home to explain it to her dad 
he hit oh, me. Oh, all of a sudden he ran oh, into the yeah. car. Oh, yeah. No, there's no, sure. yeah, there's no, like, dad, I totally pulled too far into that intersection. And no, it was, this This kid came flying out of nowhere going 100 miles an hour and just hit my car. And like, yeah, okay. I just love that his first thought, though, was, okay, well, this person who's obviously a good driver can safely get me to a hospital. <laughs> just get in the back of her car. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Uh, now, see, me, if that were to happen to me today, if I were riding that bicycle and a car pulled out like that and I'd, like, hit the car and everything, the very first thought in my mind would be like, oh, my God, you know what my deductible is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that Any would be idea? my thought now. When you said shock, when the kid was in shock, it reminded me of uh, when we were in high school. I don't even know if we were in high school or just right out of high school, but Wes had this little shitty blue Jeep. I don't remember what we called it, but he, I think his dad got it for, like, 50 bucks when he was driving, and... Yeah, uh, one day I was at work and I just get this weird call from Wes and he, I was just like, "Hey man, how's it going?" And he just goes, "Oh, hey, what's up? I'm in shock." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, what what happened? Why?" Uh, apparently, he was turning and he had just got his tires rotated, but they didn't screw the tire on on the back left tire correctly, and so the bolts or the car was so old that the tire just just fell oh. off or something. But he flipped his Jeep a couple of times in uh, some intersection in Linden, and he just called me. I was the first person he dialed. Didn't call the cops, you know. People were all asking him questions when I was on the phone with him, but he was just like, hey, I'm in shock, man. Ruled my car. And I was like, oh. Are you okay? Are you okay? What can I do for you? And he just goes, no, I'm good. Uh, A cop's here. I got to go. He's like, oh. (laughs) That's the end of the conversation. (laughs) Okay. So all day, he wouldn't return my text or call. So all day, I thought he was in the hospital or something. I have no idea. Got off work. He was just sitting at my buddy Christian's house. Hey, man. Car's in the shop. That's it. I was like, the fuck, dude? <laughs> that's, a huge, that's a huge testament, though, to the kind of friend that you are. That, like, oh, yeah. I fucking no roll my car. The first thing I have to do is get out and call Russ. Hey, man, I just want to let you know that uh, I'm, update, in shock. I'm in shock. I'm, I'm uh, in shock, yep. Current status? Shock. Shock. <laughs> Talk to you later, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, have you ever been in a car that rolled before? Uh, I never have, no. Okay. I, I've been in multiple car accidents before. Um, and I know that we have this one on the list. Am I supposed to jump ahead to yeah. it? Or do I need to keep to the agenda? No, no. We This part, we can bounce around. That was a okay. very good segue. Okay. You very... see, I thought so. Speaking of rolled cars. <laughs> <laughs> of all of the car accidents I've ever been in, my absolute favorite one, of course, was with one of my closest friends, Nolan, who uh, I did tell. I was going to tell the story on the podcast. And he was and his, okay with it. No, his response was absolutely epic. He stared at me for what felt like about 30 seconds. Now, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning last night, so I couldn't tell if he was asleep, yeah. angry. Asleep with his eyes I, I'm not quite sure what it was. But then it just led into, I hate you. <laughs> so, uh, because all of his friends, we think that this is one of the funniest stories ever, obviously those that were there. He doesn't think it's so funny, right? (laughs) Of course not. Uh, And the reason why he doesn't think it's funny is because this was the fourth car that he had wrecked in high school. Oh, really? Yes, absolutely. So now he is one of the most uh, protective, like loving people over his friends ever. And for someone that is just that mindful of everyone around him all the time. He is a crazy aggressive driver and does some like dumb stuff, right? Or at least did at that age. Right? Sure. I can't, I can't say that now. Because you were how old? Yeah. Uh, we would have been like 17 and 18 okay, at this yeah. time, right? So uh, we had all graduated maybe, I, I want to say five or six months before, you know, you had that that year or so before people started 
you know, either going on missions, you know, if, if they were going to or going into college, you, you graduate from high school and you get a little bit of time where it's like you kind of maybe just work part time, but you hang out a lot with your friends. Right? Yeah. So we were all in that year. Uh, and Nolan had this was his fourth Bronco two when the small Broncos. And uh, Those Bronco twos are classic. Uh, they're so good. And, you know, I, obviously they're going to roll. I'm pretty sure the wheelbase is like 16 inches <laughs> right? apart. Okay. Yeah. They're made to, to, to absolutely just roll like a Lego. So uh, one night we were getting ready to go somewhere. And there was uh, five or six um, of us that were pretty good friends. We were all piled into this uh, Bronco 2. And my other really good friend, Scott, um, had to go to the bank. So this was back before smartphones. You couldn't just you know, download stuff. We didn't have cards. I mean, if you had a bank account, you had to go to the bank and pull cash out and all that crap, right? That, that sounds horrible. Dude, it was awful. It was kind of like <laughs> how you used to have to go to Blockbuster to watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what effort it took to watch a movie when I was in high school? It was awful. It took longer to get to the movie <laughs> than it did to actually watch the damn movie. It was terrible, right? And yet we thought it was incredible because that was so much better than what our parents had. <laughs> uh, my kids just have no idea. Anyhow, so we Scott needed to run to the bank to get some cash to, to do whatever we were going to do. I don't even remember where we were going. So at this uh, location where his bank was, uh, it was up in Alpine. And I don't remember the cross streets, but at that time, there was three different banks in this parking lot. Um, and it was like maybe 10 minutes to 5. And so obviously the bank is going to close at 5 o'clock. And so... Scott says to Nolan, it's the bank up here in this parking lot. So Nolan goes like cruising up there, classic Nolan style, flies into the parking lot right in front of the, the bank. And Scott's like, no, the other one. So Nolan, it's all irritated, puts it in reverse, drives back over to the other one, you know, stops in front of that one. And no, the other one. Now Nolan's pissed off. <laughs> so he throws it into straight reverse and guns it and is going like 25 miles an hour in reverse in a Bronco 2 and then decides he's going to do a Porsche spin out. Yeah. So he like whips the wheel around and we start to spin, but there's like six guys in the car. <laughs> so it gets like halfway over and all of a sudden you just feel the wheels catch and the car goes like kind of half up on two wheels and i remember everything in life going into like slow motion right bullet time and all of a sudden you're like <laughs> no sound and then someone yells lean <laughs> <laughs> and we all tried to jump to the opposite side but it was too late Grr, it crashes over i mean we're on the driver's side right so my friend Brock, who was sitting in the front passenger seat, <laughs> is hanging from the, I don't know, what do they call him? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So he's hanging from that as though like he's going to fall into the abyss if he lets go. <laughs> the two feet dangling beneath him is he's going to die, right? And so he's kicking Nolan in the face, who's obviously laying down on the ground now. So Nolan is gripping the steering wheel, and all he's doing is going, no, this isn't happening. No, no, because this is car number four, yeah. right, that he's now wrecked. Um, and my hat flew off when all this happened. And so all I'm doing is, where's my hat? I, well, I don't know why. It's because it was probably because it was a rare hat. And you That's exactly what it was. This was my rare hat. And let's be honest, I was probably already balding by that time. And I needed to keep it hidden. So I'm scrounging around looking for my hat. And then I realize that Scott, who we were trying to get to the bank for, had jumped out of the car and run to the bank. 
<laughs> it's gonna close dead serious <laughs> dead serious right so nolan of course is yelling to brock open the door and brock is hanging from the handle and so he's not opening the door and he's like brock open the door and he's getting more and more mad as brock is just like uh, hanging on there so he finally just grabs brock and shoves him out the door um and then we all crawl out and nolan is saying like hurry push it over we got to get out of here um and this this lady as we're trying to get out i forgot this lady comes running up and because there's no door accessible to her right where she is she's yelling you're trapped you're trapped and she's panicking right the car's not on fire no one's hurt i mean honestly but she's panicking you're trapped and then this lady comes running out from the um from the chinese restaurant that was also in that parking lot and she goes she goes it's okay i call police it's okay i call police and nolan's like terrific thank you now i can get a ticket in addition to to all of this crap they did show up and give him a ticket by the way which was awesome oh my god um but uh yeah we get out and nolan is yelling for everybody push the car over we need to get out of here as fast as we can (laughs) and as we are all struggling to push the car over that just keeps kind of sliding around (laughs) here comes scott walking back Counting his Thumbing money through his bills. <laughs> yep, not totally oblivious to just like, so guys, are we still going? Like, just it was amazing. Yeah, Scott was one of the smartest people I've ever known in my life. He was our valedictorian. He ended up going to BYU. I don't know what they call it there, but he was like their level of valedictorian there. He graduated with perfect grades at UNC all through his dental program. He's one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. But because he's so academically intelligent, some of the like. <laughs> like basic social skill stuff get away from him every once in a while and that to me every time i see him i absolutely love the guy but every time i see him i can just see him walking back to us oblivious as he's thumbing through his dollars (laughs) so we finally get the car back up nolan gets his ticket he drives it back home because it's still drivable it's just we're all tilting just a little bit driving so he puts a note on his car and it just says dad sorry call me when it's safe to come home (laughs) (laughs) and now yeah that that was it and uh i still to this day love to uh to tell that story and talk to nolan about it and um he still doesn't think it's funny that's one of my favorite that's one of my favorite stories i love that story yeah i want to know what was so important to scott that he had to get to the bank like to the point where so, the, the rolling was oblivious. No, I, I can tell you exactly what it is. I know. So Scott is just such a task oriented person that it was like, we were coming here to go to the bank. That's I'm my, going to go to the bank. That's my wife. Yeah, yep. That would have been the same thing. It wouldn't matter. It could have been like a head on collision ambulance on the way. And Scott would have been like, it is on my to do list. <laughs> It has to be crossed off, right? That's part of the reason why he's such a successful human being. I was going to say in my mind, it had... It, Maybe that was like the, the the point in life. He had to get that money, or in what what if he hadn't have made it to the bank? If he hadn't have made it before they closed, maybe he wouldn't be so successful. That exact he cash have gone just to BYU. Yep, man. that's right. That was going. It had to go into a specific savings account for college, and he wouldn't have made it. That and, is correct. So he would be one of the homeless people living in Los Angeles with the other twenty seven <laughs> other you know million homeless people yeah. there instead of being a successful dentist. Yeah, that's, it was. That's it was what that, that moment. So, so uh, Nolan, if you're listening, your sacrifice is worth it. <laughs> <laughs> is he a listener? Uh, 
he said that he heard a couple episodes, um, but I'm going to go ahead and, and say that he's lying because you don't ever say, oh, yeah, I've heard a couple. Yeah. Right. Out so. of the two we have. It's like Jesse. We had <laughs> yeah. a, we had him on last time. He's like, oh, yeah, I listen all the time. Got none of the references to previous episodes. <laughs> yep, there like, it is. Dude, that was last episode. What are you doing? There it is. I'll tell you the people uh, that I work with, though, that listen, um, they'll say, okay, so on episode five, and then I'll have to say... Uh, do you mean four? And they'll go, no, five. It was the fifth one. And I'll have to go, yeah, I know. Episode one was actually episode zero. Why did you do that to us? Why did you do it to us? <laughs> I'm a person who hates that kind of shit. And, and I then don't here know you what... turn it around on. Oh. I had like this. It sounded it sounded really good in my head. It's like, we're going to start on episode zero. There's going to be no boundaries. We can call it zero. But now every time I'm numbering the episodes each month, I'm like, okay, we're in the back. ninth month. But this is the eighth episode. Right. And it throws me off every You're time. You're one off. I yeah. about mislabeled our lot. I don't know why I did that to myself. Yeah. But you know what? All right. Well, we're sticking with it. If so, it makes you feel any better, there's a whole gaggle of people out there that are equally annoyed. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, on season two, I'm going to start with, fuck it, I'm starting with negative three. Episode negative three, <laughs> and then we'll go to negative 2B, 2A. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so did you have, I, I have somewhere I want to go now. Um, with these stories, but did did Take you have me. any other pranks? <laughs> oh no, I I I was just an asshole growing up. So all the stuff that I had written down was from the dumb shit that I did mostly to the janitors in high school. Did wait, wait, what? Oh, the are you serious? Well, like like life isn't difficult <laughs> enough <laughs> already. Know. See, now that I'm older and I think about it, I don't even like thinking about it or talking. Oh about yeah, it makes um, you feel bad. Oh yeah. Uh huh. But we would like we were those dumbass kids that would go to the lunchroom, and you know. Uh, when they they always give you like little fruit cups in a ramekin uh, and a little plastic ramekin with a cup I mean a lid on it and so we would take those and we would super glue them to people's lockers and so <laughs> oh when they'd go to God. try and take it off just the cop the cap would pop off and the fucking peaches would go all over <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's terrible that is awful <laughs> yeah see it's funny but you, it's not funny no. we do those pranks a little closer to the mic though oh yeah sorry thank you you're good so that's that's the kind of stuff we do or we would like We'd take a single lined piece of paper and super glue the back of it and then put it on the floor and then watch, you know, hundreds of kids walk up and try to pick it up, but they'd only get a little bit and it would leave more paper residue like on the ground that they can't pick up. That's like, awful. But like we'd come back the next day and it'd be gone. The janitors really kicked ass there. Oh, man. yeah. Yeah. Those floor polishers, you know, they yeah. do their job. Oh. You, know, you need to take a lesson from Adam Sandler and give someone a call and be like, hey, I did some really stupid crap. I'm sorry oh, I, about that. And hope that he's going to cross your name off the to kill list. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I think about it all the time. Like they were redoing the building and redoing the ceilings. They had that like, I don't even know what it's called. It just it looks like white, shitty Foam board. Yeah. yeah. And they were redoing that. And so they were going to destroy it and take it down anyway. And so we thought we'd help them speed it up a little bit. We would take those super bouncy balls that were like the size of your fist and we'd throw it at the ground as hard as we could. So it would hit the ceiling and leave like a golf ball, like a fist size hole. <laughs> or knock the whole panel yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And, Let's uh, be honest. They weren't going to replace those until there were fucking fist size <laughs> holes in the right. panels. <laughs> if you had to look at their construction plans, that was the one thing they were going to try to save. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> These panels are reusable. We were such assholes. Or like we'd steal kids' shoes from gym class and we'd tie the shoelace to the like, exit signs. We just did dumb shit. We were just assholes, man. Or we'd, oh man, we we were skating back in the day, and we'd be skateboarding a bunch, and we'd be skating up and down the hallway. Like we were just dicks. That's yeah. I hate did you ever go to class? Yeah, I actually had perfect attendance for like three years straight. 
Nice. I was a teacher's pet, though, because I go in there, some Miss Mulligan. I don't even think I had a Miss Mulligan, but hey. Yeah. yeah. She was the golf instructor. I remember her. And then I'd be like, you want some Gandalfos? And then we'd leave (laughs) and go get her food. But you were there. Yeah. That's right. Freaking Jesse's mom at our school. Every time I would go to ditch class, she would catch me all the time. Where are you going? Nope. I'm going to get you Diet Coke. The hell you are. I have one. Get your ass to class. Uh-huh. I could have slept so much more oh, if it wasn't man. for Jesse's mom. You know, so that's it's funny that you said the term slough is a total Utah thing. Is it? It absolutely is. And I did not know that. So when we moved to California, Julie has nieces and nephews that were high school age in the you know first couple of years that we were there. And they would not refer to it as that. But apparently, slough is a drug term, right? So it is? In California, or was, at least for their high school years. This is maybe five, six years ago. Um, and so we were at one of their graduations, and I was joking about, like, they will have the senior, they call it senior skip day. So to them, what we would refer to as sloughing is skipping, right? So I kept saying to them, like, oh, you guys going to slough today? You going to slough today? Apparently, I was asking if they were going to go and, like, shoot heroin. <laughs> oh <my laughs> right? God. I didn't have any day. And I kept wondering why people were looking at me, like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, you're ditching class, like, your last day of senior year. Does anybody care? <laughs> like, honestly. And they're looking at me like I'm a terrible person, you know? That gives a whole new meaning to senior slough days. Every <laughs> day. Does, huh? Every day was senior slough day for Steven. Yeah, yeah. So when they say, like, I sloughed today, you sure did. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I was so sloughed up, dude. <laughs> I'm going to go get so sloughed at that party tonight. <laughs> going back to the childhood mischief and pranks, you said canal stuff. Kind yeah. of, kind of triggered uh, some memories there. Yeah. What kind of canal stuff? Well, so for those of you who don't know, a canal was like a little. What the fuck was it? Some waterway for. Well, are you defining was... the word canal for people? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we're doing right now? So Webster's Dictionary defines canal as. Uh, I said Webster's Dictionary and just showed my age there. The majority of people are like, what the hell is Webster's Dictionary? Oh, you mean dictionary.com? Even that's probably an aged reverence. So, for canal stuff, you know, I we, what we would do, mostly Stephen would do all this, but I would just take after Stephen. He, you know, we'd have like uh, shopping carts that we would take home and spray paint and make look all cool. But once we'd had our fun with them, we would just push them into the canal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The community garbage yeah, can. Because <laughs> that, that was the fun stuff to do. Um, and we would push, oh man, shopping carts, little uh, three wheelers that kids in the neighborhood would use. And we would get on them and break them. She'd be like, oh, I got to hide the evidence. It's right into the canal. There it is. Right next to the shopping cart. Uh, one of the stories though that just popped into my head. I was on the canal with you back in the day. And, oh, man, you must have been... You just incriminated Steven. Why you got to pull me into oh, this? <laughs> <laughs> you must have been in your teens, and I was a little bit younger than that. But uh, there was a duck, and I feel so bad. No, not the duck story. Yeah, dude, I, I think about it like almost weekly. Anytime I see a duck, huh? you know... It, now there's those quack quack duck yeah. car wash places everywhere around here too. You, you, can't, es- like, you can't escape it. Yeah. But Jamie was like, I bet you can't hit that duck with a rock. Like we were kids, you know. And I was like, for shit I can. Was it my first throw? Here's the thing. Hold up. <laughs> Let's pause for a minute. In my defense, you were a terrible throw. And the ducks were an excellent they were excellent at dodging any projectile yeah. they were very very, very skittish ducks yeah never would these ducks ever nothing could never hit the ducks you didn't yeah. intend to murder anything that right day. right i don't know if we like put some wager on it but I, I just remember you saying i bet you can't hit it i bet i could i bent oh. down 
picked up the perfect hand-sized rock, and I was like, oh, smooth, this one feels damn good. I arched back, I hucked it. To this day, I just remember it sinking and us waiting for it to come back, and it never did. Oh, shit. I, uh, that was... That was definitely a turning point for me. Yeah, where do you, like, do I you am, believe in life after death? Yeah. Because when you die, you're going to like open your eyes, the darkness, and you're just going to hear quack. quack. And it's like waiting right there for you. Oh, to this terrible. day, I feel so bad. Like yeah. now. I, too many sad memories. I am overly kind to animals now because of, <laughs> yeah. the, I have, because of the duck. Yep. Had to make up for that. There was no way you were going to hit that fucking duck. Yeah. It was like 40 yards away. Yeah. I had no clue how you hurled a rock that There is far. no... Okay, so... <laughs> I'll bet the yardage gets longer and longer as you get older. And it was probably like three feet away. Like, and yet what? you remember it. It was... Okay, so it was like three quarters of a mile away. <laughs> Russell with his laser vision. Yeah. I don't know how against all odds you hit that duck. I don't know either. The noise it made, I can't get out of my head though. Splash. <laughs> Like, it was like, oh. bleh, when I hit it. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was something like Jamie's gum popping. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, Doug. Oh, that's awful. Officially. I've never yeah, said that. Yeah, those canals used to be all over the place, right? Because back before everything was mowed over for commercial and, and residential houses. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're all covered was, now. Yeah, there was actually like ag here. So there was a lot of like apple trees and stuff. We used to, uh, there was one in our old neighborhood that I grew up in that was mo- empty most of the time. It rarely ever had water in it. And so we would use it to like skateboard in and, and oh, all yeah. that kind of stuff. And then the property owner and whoever was taken, you know, supposed to take care of it. I'm now as an adult, I know it's like an irrigation district and have directors and blah, blah. But at that time I was like, oh, that's some guy that keeps yelling at me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, there was, uh, a bunch of like acorns in one, one time. And we thought that it would be really funny to like hide in cars as they drove by. So like jump up and throw acorns at them. Right? <laughs> we just thought that that would be really funny. So, you know, okay, here comes a car and we'd, we'd stand up and like chuck it and goo, you'd hear it hit the car and <laughs> We'd like dip back down. The car would kind of stop and look around like, what What just happened? And then keep driving until about the fourth car. <laughs> we hit a car like square on its passenger side door and who I'm pretty sure was like Usain Bolt jumped out of that car <laughs> and without even touching the eight foot fence that separated the canal from, from the roadway. This dude like leaped it in one bound and tackled all three of us that were there. <laughs> oh, dang. Um, yeah, and to, like to this day, I remember like the rage in that guy's face and everything, and I I was scared to death, and then a lot more scared when he drug me home and I had to talk to my dad about what I had just done, and I was because <laughs> my parents obviously were gonna have to pay the damage to the guy's car, right? You never think of that crap. No, as a kid, you don't. Never no, crosses your mind. Absolutely like, not. Now that we've been telling all these stories of us terrorizing the neighborhood, um, people started... I, I never thought people from the actual neighborhood would eventually listen to the show, but they have. And they've oh, started yeah. coming out of the woodworks to tell us these stories about... Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't think terrorist. about that. I know, but... So there are several cars that were like, I got hit by an acorn back me. in the 90s. <laughs> and I now I know it. who to go after. <laughs> right? I just hope and pray that the statute of limitations has exhausted already. I hope so, because I'm about to tell another story myself. So speaking <laughs> of the canal, we had our neighbors that were across the street from us, their backyard... Um, uh, their, their backyard, the fence line was against the canal there. And I don't know 
what we were trying to accomplish, but we decided we were going to, that's what it was. We were going to fish out of the canals. We want to, we want to catch some fish as if there's fish in this canal. I did see a dead one once. Yeah, you probably probably threw (laughs) a rock at it. I was going to say, you killed it. So there was this rope, and we kept throwing this rope, and we we were taking like a hanger and making a hook out of it as if there's some (laughs) monster 12-foot fish in there, like we're Jeremy Wade going to pull up just this (laughs) river monster out of the canal. Uh, But we weren't catching anything. So Steven saw a trash can. I love that he's not here because I'm going to keep fucking blaming him for everything. Right. Yeah. He, saw, he saw a trash Steven can. Steven had that, this idea. <laughs> yeah. Belonged to the neighbors. And uh, we were like, well, if there's like, we'll, we'll cast it out there like it's a net. And so we'll, we'll tie the rope to it. Uh, t- tie the rope to the trash can. Uh, tie the other end of the rope to the fence. And we take <laughs> this giant, like it's a massive trash can. Yeah. Big, I, I don't know. What's what's gallonage like of trash? Like fifty gallon or something. Yeah, probably, it, yeah, it was huge. So the two of us, we pushed this thing over into the canal, and that's when I realized just how strong the current of the canal is, because it starts you know pulling against that rope, and then the fence, the chain link fence, starts like kind of leaning in. And I was like, <laughs> we gotta we gotta pull this back in. Yeah. So we're trying to pull it. And Did you yell, lean, lean, <laughs> lean? <laughs> This thing's going to pull the whole fence down and it's just yanking on this fence and pulling so hard. And I, I couldn't move that not one inch. Mm. So I have no idea. That was when we were done. Okay. Okay. Done playing in the neighbor's backyard. Well, let's go home quickly, yeah. quickly, quickly. Run let's away. go. That's and right. I have no idea how they got that out or if they got it out, they probably just cut it and let it flow. Uh, City is, of Linden public fence, works was, is that why their fence was rolled for like the next like four years, five years? It, it looked like, Half of it was brand new, half of it wasn't, and it was just rolled and stopped there. The last last thing I'm going to do is take credit for that. So, no, that's not (laughs) why. That was another reason, I'm sure. It must just be coincidence. (laughs) We terrorized. Yep. Sorry about that, neighbors. Yep. We all just did stupid stuff. All right. Did you have any, Russ, did you have any, we're we're hitting that time mark where we're needing to wrap up? Uh, No. No, no, no. It was like none. I was waiting for something. This big breath. <sighs> no, 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 no. no. I got nothing. Just to build up. So I know this isn't on our agenda. Yeah. But one of my favorite things in in my life is something that I lovingly refer to as Juliisms. Right. These are everybody's favorite things oh, in yes. life. So I have an absolutely uh, adorable wife who is like so far out of my league. It's ridiculous. But she has this what i think is an adorable ability to combine several words or to make a reference to something that is totally off when she meant something else right of course when you came to california and we picked you up at san francisco and that's we're the ultimate back to fresno that's that's still one of my all-time favorites yeah so you picked me up from the san francisco airport and we're driving back and you know it's pretty late at night so she we're looking out at the at the bay and she says you know if it might be hard to see uh, but if you look out there, you can see the Statue of Liberty. And I remember your face. You were like, mm. And so you just kind of turned over and you said, yeah, if you have really good vision, maybe you can see all the way around to New York. But and she was like, what? Do you mean Alcatraz? <laughs> Like, could anything represent the more opposite of the Statue of Liberty? Give us your weary, your prisoners. (laughs) In the shadow of the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, 
we like to have a lot of fun here on No Time Like Bro Time, but something that's really important is we tell these stories so that we learn. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna, you know what? Cut. I'm not, not going to redo it. We're going to keep it. I'm not embarrassed. I'm still going through puberty. <laughs> uh, but it, it's important to talk about what we learned from this episode. So why don't we, why don't we take a moment and talk about what we learned from today's episode? Uh, you want me to go first? Yeah. You, well, you I learned don't ever ask Russell to throw anything at anything else because in the moment, He'll hit it. Whatever yeah. it is, it doesn't matter. Um, and uh, if you're ever in shock, give him a call because he'll talk you out of that. Rob can go next. Uh, all right. Uh, I think what I learned, or maybe I should say was completely validated for me now, was it really is all Kurt's fault. <laughs> right? I mean, I didn't know that the rear end sign was actually Kurt's brainchild. And how many times in the car have we laughed about that sign and Kurt never said, you know... <laughs> that was my idea. <laughs> yeah. He let Steven take all the credit. <laughs> well, what, the what I would assume is credit, but now is uh no, he you know, I can't be atti- I can't be attached to that. So yeah, what what I learned from today's episode was blame Steven. Kurt blame Steven. <laughs> blame Steven and Kurt is a mad genius. Yep, he yeah. really is. Yep. <laughs> Russ, what'd you learn? I learned I have a few janitors to follow up with and <laughs> And apologize. I give them my, my deepest apologies for any pain that I have caused. I think, Past or present. I think it's only fair if they come to your house and they get to glue a bunch of shit to your floor. Oh, that's totally fair. But that's fine. I, that is a good trade. That is yep. a good trade. You reach out and say you're sorry, and the next thing you know, you're getting an Amazon package with 150 of those fruit cups in it. All super glued, so I can't even open them. Super glued together. Huh? <laughs> You know, I I was also tied between if that I learned it's really important that if you have to get to the bank, you do whatever it takes <laughs> to get there before they close. <laughs> we learned a lot of good stuff today. All right, Russ, give us that social media shout out that does us so well. <laughs> sure. So uh, if you do social media thing, go ahead and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, just by searching for No Time Like Bro Time or NTLBT. Uh, Rob, what did you like today's podcast? I did, Jamie, and thank you for asking. (laughs) And if you also like today's podcast, please give us a rating. Go ahead and smash that like button and verbally abuse your subscribe button. (laughs) That was really good. That's a good radio voice. There you go. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, if if you like the show, go ahead and give us a rating. If you haven't already, it really helps wherever you listen. If if you didn't like it, give it a rating, too. Whatever. I'll take one star. I don't give a shit. Um... (laughs) one star is better than zero stars that's true that any rating helps i guess maybe people are out there looking for bad podcasts what do i know (laughs) uh but i did want to give a huge thanks to of course as always the patreon subscribers we do have a patreon if you want to go ahead and subscribe to the patreon we we always uh we always welcome that because we've officially reached enough uh subscribers and enough funding that we can now pay for the hosting of the podcast for season two so that's definitely going to happen well we hope you enjoyed today's episode you can't laugh when I'm doing oh, the sorry. outro. Oh, Damn it. Redo. All right. All right. <clears throat> well, we hope you enjoy- <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> oh, well, despite the interruptions, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, as always, I'm Mom's favorite. And since Steven's still gone, I'm Dad's favorite. And I'm Kurt's minion. <laughs> Don't do a nasty. Be a good boy. With love from the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>